The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. back here on analysis don't forget right we got the nose feed you know what i'm saying that uh takes place uh every day uh with the one and only marcelina ventura douglas at 5 p.m the wtjx nose feed right here on wtjx fm 93.1 your npr station in the united states virgin islands i'm like some people who like to say the virgin islands united states not me okay USVI is how I know it from smile, and that's how it's gonna be. Me saying you're wrong, or I just tell you that I used to something, and I can hold on to it. Um, some <coughs> programming notes for tonight: uh, PBS News Hour at seven, Out of Exile at eight, Exploded Photography of Fred Stein, and then at nine, Lucy Worsley's Royal Myths and Secrets Explore Story of the English Reformation. And that goes from nine to ten. Then there's another one from ten to eleven. Right, Lucy Worsley's Royals, Royal Myths and Secrets. Explore what caused King George III to relinquish power to his extravagant son, right, from 10 to 11. Then we got a third edition of Lucy Worsley's Royal Myths and Secrets. Explore the spontaneous February 1917 uprising that swept the Tsar from power. Okay? So we got three editions of Lucy Worsley's Royal Myths and Secrets from 9 to midnight. Of course, I'm a porn company. Picks up at midnight. They got time turn back. Right? And then, uh, so, news out at 7 and out of exile uh, at 8. You know what I'm saying? So, check this out. We got a, a giveaway. We're going to start it tomorrow. Right? We're getting away. Uh, two tickets per show. Right? There might be a day where we're actually going to give away two tickets per hour, right? Because we got some tickets to give away for the Taste of Two Islands, which is taking place uh, on uh, Thursday, December 14th. So, engineer, you going to be there or what? You going over? You know what I'm saying? So, uh, 16 days away from that. But we only got uh, 12 days of shows between now and then. Right, I don't forget, you know, you go take out the two Saturdays and Sundays, you know what I mean? So that's the math, you know what I'm saying? If you got 16 days from now, you'll take out four days, I mean, you got 12, you know what I'm saying? So we're going to be, uh, you know, with some tickets at the bar. It's going to be at the bar. See Marion uh, Center over there at Antilles. Looking forward to attending my first taste of the two islands over there on the rock. So <clears throat> I believe we got the EDA because I saw some phone activity taking place. So I think uh, big shots from the Economic Development Authority with the pop-up stuff that they do uh, towards the latter part of the year, throughout the year, but they always do something towards the latter part of the year. Uh, on the line, I believe, Miss Nadine Marchena Ken. Good morning, Miss Marchena Ken. How are you? Pleasant good morning and season's greetings. And with me today is Mr. Cedar Kelch. Uh, good morning, Miss Kelch. 
Good morning, good morning. Season's greetings. No, you're, you're going to stay with me for the whole show, right? Because you like to tease me, come out for like five minutes, but I know you're going to be so busy. <laughs> you're going to be so busy all the time. Somebody always calling you and you got work to do and all that good stuff. You're there with me for the whole morning, Miss Kelch, or you're going to try your best? Unfortunately, no. I'm going to try my best, but, I, <laughs> but I, don't, I don't think I could get a whole show today. I knew, I knew it. <laughs> I knew I have it. to make a special time. No, I know it. I knew it. I knew it. So I like the fact that you're breaking my heart early on. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> so, so we're good. No, I'm just joking. I'm joking. How you ladies doing? Uh, uh, many happy returns, Miss uh, Martina Kent. Thank you. Thank you. Good. How the holiday treat you? How was Thanksgiving? It was fantastic. It, it, you know, any day in the Virgin Islands is a wonderful day. That's what we're talking about, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. So I have lots to be thankful for, and I celebrated that fact. So, and how was yours? Oh, as I age, it I get it I get nicer and nicer. I get quieter and quieter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so I like that. Miss Kelch, how was your Thanksgiving? She gone already? It was good. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was nice. It was nice. <laughs> Miss Kelch, do me a favor. Um, people may be listening uh-huh. for the first time. You were once Miss Virgin Islands? No, Carnival Queen, 1992. You were were Carnival Queen, 1992. Tell the people about that experience. Okay, it was a a long time ago. But but, uh, it was. But but tell us about that experience, the build up and winning and and what you had to do for a whole year. Well, um, initially, that was my first, that was my first pageant ever. Never participated in any pageantry. My mother was dead set against it. But I'm an only child, so I'm spoiled, so I got to run. And it was a lot of work. Um, I didn't realize that it would be many sleepless nights and early mornings, but, you know, it paid off in the end. Um, that was a time when we used to do two shows. So we did the first show, and then you have a week in between, and you do the next show, and then I won. We went to Antigua, participated in Antigua JCs, which was an amazing experience. Um, didn't win, but placed first. And then I did one more pageant in the neighboring islands, which I captured that title. And for the year, we anything and everything that happened in the Virgin Islands, I made an appearance to, uh, met a lot of amazing people, did a lot of amazing things. So it's definitely one of those experiences in my life that I always point to that I think helped me, you know, go into speech communications um, at UBI and get my degree and ultimately ended up where I am now as a consumer. If somebody, if somebody who's listening now uh, would be interested in running for uh, Carnival Queen, uh, what, what advice would you give them as it relates to preparation for, for being in the pageant? Well, I don't know if you are aware, but I am the director of the Queen competition here in St. Thomas. Obviously, so I did. Obviously, obviously I, I, I don't, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> definitely need to give me a call because we're looking for girls as we speak. But um, I always tell young ladies, you have to want to do it. You cannot do it because your mom wanted to do it or your friends. You yourself have to want to do it because it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's going to take you away from what your customer doing. Um, but it's going to teach you time management skills, definitely leadership skills. And you'll learn how to maximize your time on your own. So I think I think every young lady should experience at least one pattern in her lifetime. 
because it has so much to offer and to improve young ladies, you know, for the rest of the for the rest of their life. Uh, so this is ninety two, you said. So th- this is the this is jamban and imagination brass at the head. Wh- which one you are with? Which, who, who you are no, with? My mother had me back up. <laughs> <laughs> you were you were you were listening to classical music at home. <laughs> I will not. I was listening to the music, but I wasn't going to none of the jam there. <laughs> No, 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 I'm just teasing. No, no, I, you know, I, I was in my late 20s around then, and uh, I know when, when Imagination or, or Jamban were coming to St. Croix, you know, it was lit. You know what I'm saying? We, we were looking forward to that and heading over to Carnival uh, Nick Friday and, uh, and um, Ambolo, the trumpet man for, for our Imaginations. We used to uh, look forward to, to hearing that great music over there and seeing Thomas and other bands as well. You know what I'm saying? So good. So, Miss Machina, um, how you been? Doing well, doing well. How's EDA? Um, listening to uh, listening to this whole pageantry thing and 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 Tasira because of her role has sort of started pulling me into you know interacting with these potential um, queens. Yeah, man. Well, there are queens, you know. Just because you're a well, winner. Yes, you know what I'm yes, that's a good that's a um, good point to make. But the potential winners yeah. <laughs> of of the competition, mm-hmm. and I think. One of the things that I, I see um, that really selects for me the winner is the graciousness in which they step forward. Their ability to show that they can represent the people of the Virgin Islands wherever they go. Mm-hmm. So that is what I look at. And I, I think I've been being able to select for the last few years, you know, winner and first runner up. That's good. That's good. I like that. I like that. Um, <clears throat> Pop up, which is a, a staple uh, for the Economic Development Authority. Uh, first of all, before you tell us where it's going to be and how long you'll last for, tell us the thinking about uh, thinking behind uh, creating that and and why it's been so successful. Well, um, you know, it was sort of a. a inspiration that popped up in a conversation and I don't know why the Sita and I were having a conversation. Um, maybe, I think she wanted me to come and speak to her artists and we were talking about, um, you know, opportunities for artists and I said, you know, we have artisans too that, you know, from the EDA side that we would like to be able to give more opportunities to. I said, maybe we should have like a shop or something like that that would give and she's like, you know, I've been thinking about the same idea. So, well, when we come up and we agreed in that conversation, when we do find the opportunity, we'll we'll jump at it. About a week later, I called her back because somebody had just called me and said they had a space. And they wanted me to see it because we could potentially, you know, share it with others. Um, and I called her immediately. We went to see the space and we decided that we were going to open within a week the pop-up shop and that was 2018 December 2018 um, and we did it was a pilot we called the artisans and artists that we could grab quickly and said are you interested <clears throat> and some of them said yes immediately they jumped at it they said you know it says a pilot we don't know how it's going to work but this is what we're doing 
and um, we opened that first pilot for five months. <laughs> what? And we learned a lot in that in that particular um, venture. Five months we were open. We learned that um, ninety to ninety nine percent of the people that purchase product, right, are locals, people from the Virgin Islands, people who return home, who are Virgin Islanders, those are the people who buy. So people who live here, people who are Virgin Islanders, wherever they are, when they come home, they will shop. We found that also they shop seasonally. So you're going to see people shopping during festival or carnival or Christmas or August when their students are leaving for college. That's it. Mm -hmm. So in between time, not a lot of shopping. And so we made a decision that we would not ever open for that length of time again. <laughs> that we would. <laughs> because you have to know your customer base, right? You learn a lesson. Yes, exactly. And so as good business people, you adjust, you adjust, you adjust, so that you're, you're working towards maximizing um, your efficiency. And so um, we knew that we could afford to open during a certain time period, and we knew when certain people would shop. If there was another event that was a long-standing event, we might as well just close down shop because it just wasn't going to work, you know? Mm -hmm. they, they, the crowd would be drawn to that um, event. So we, we understand. So that is how we came to doing this. As soon as we were able to solidify how we did St. Thomas, we ventured off into St. Croix, and that was really a great experience for us. We had learned our lessons by then, and um, we did St. Croix. And then when we got solid on that, we did St. John. We're still learning on St. John. St. John is a little, a little bit more of a learning experience for us, right? Mm -hmm. um, but certainly, um, you know, we have, we have gotten to the point where now we have a kiosk on the island of St. Thomas and Vendors Plaza, but we still have challenges in that we're trying to find employees employees that is that that will hold that store that pop up that that sorry that kiosk you know every day that's that's a challenge for us so if somebody you know is interested in doing that please put in a call my number is 714-1700 my last name is ken k-e-a-n 714-1700 1700. Ms. Kerr, talk about the learning curve that, from your perspective as well. Does Ms. Ken step, Ms. Ken step out? Ms. Ken, she gone. Gone, busy, as is the norm. How, how the kiosk working with at Vendas Plaza? Well, that's, that's the challenge for us. We don't have staff members to hold the kiosk. Right? And so... People have been shopping. We have um, um, big shoppers that will call and say, I need to shop. And so the kiosk is, you know, people are buying from the kiosk. It's just that we're not open every day. 
also, um, like for instance, Thanksgiving, um, there were three or four major shoppers that called and said, um, we have guests in, we would like to buy um, items for our guests. And they had like something like 20 guests arriving in the territory for a day or mm-hmm. something like that. And so they want to shop. We had somebody else that came in and said, you know, we're doing Thanksgiving. And they are doing, they, they needed seasoning and all kinds of other things um, for the fixings for their family members who were coming in. Um, you know, stuff like that. So it's not that people are not shopping. It's just that we're not open every day at this point because we need the personnel in, in place. <coughs> so we're looking. And you know there's a shortage mm-hmm. of people <laughs> um, that are not employed at this point, you know? Yeah. So maybe college students might want to step forward to get, make some extra money and do some part-time work. We're looking. We're looking. Yeah. You work um, closely with DPNR? We absolutely do. The Virgin Islands Economic Development Authority is is working in collaboration with VICA, which is a unit of the Department of Planning and Natural Resources. Mm -hmm. It is a really great partnership um, with VICA and Enterprise Zone. um, As we've been working together for the last five years, and, you know, it is an easy understanding of how we work with each other. So they have expertise in, in art, um, in pricing products, in assisting clients in pricing their products so they don't undercut themselves with regard to that. We look at, from the business side of the EDA, we look at it from the business side and say, okay, what? how much did it cost you to make that product, right? Did you include your own um, time? Did you include... You know, a little bit of the overhead, electricity, you know, water, and so forth. Did you include these things that is are necessary in creating your product? And then we have a base on how much the cost is. But Tacita is really good at also looking at the the aesthetic value. How much would somebody is 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 somebody willing? To pay for that particular product. Yeah, man. And we come to a happy, happy medium in between. You got it. We'll take a, we're, we're talking with Miss Nadine Machina Ken from the Economic Development Authority. We'll take a break and be back right after this. break that habit, folks. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where if you want to know what's going on in the world and why it matters, all you have to do is give your thumb a rest and perk up your ears. We've got the news, but we've also got curiosity, joy, and surprise. Tune in for Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Music can be an incredibly personal experience. A song can inspire you, it can comfort you, it can make you feel understood, it can even take you back to a specific moment in your life. And it all begins with the artist. Join me, Raina Duras, as I get personal through in-depth interviews with your favorite musicians and find out where those songs come from on World Cafe. 
weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. Saturday mornings, we're here for you with Weekend Edition. Two hours of news, interviews, new music, new books, rattling good stories, interesting people, challenging analysis, laughs, air shows, and donkey rides for the kids. So come along with us. Weekend Edition, Saturday mornings from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. There are many complex issues that arise in our territory. Comes with the territory with Leslie Comision. Join me, Leslie Comision, for a breakdown of political issues facing our territory, one conversation at a time. I'm here to be the voice you can rely on for information that is straightforward and comprehensive. Tune in to be a part of the discussion. It all comes with the territory. Comes with the territory airs Sundays at 1 p.m. and re-airs at 7 p.m. on WTJX-TV Channel 12. Back here, Annalisa is talking with Miss um, Nadia Machinaken from the Economic Development Authority. And of course, they do the pop-up in the uh, Made in the U.S. VI pop-ups. Um, so, give us the locations and all that good stuff again, um, uh, and and what we're looking to accomplish over the season. So, um, we will be located at the Door Center in Frederickstead across from the Fred Hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be open Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. We're open from 10 to 7 on Thursday and Friday and 9 to 12 on Saturday. We have entertainment um, and, and it's great entertainment, too. <clears throat> we have, um, well, on Friday night, we have Stanley on the 10 Sleepless Nights. On Thursday night, we have Friends of Dairy with Deandra Tucker. So, it's sorry, Thursday night is Deandra Tucker. And Friday night is 10 Sleepless Nights playing for our entertainment. Um... And so we really, really are very excited about it. Um, we don't have entertainment like that on the island of St. Thomas. <laughs> I wish we could get 10 sleepless nights to come over and play, but, you know. <laughs> um, at the Door Center, we will be having, um, each night we will have um, wonderful entertainment. But we know that there is a lot of activities happening on Saturday. Um, and so we will close at 12 o'clock um, so that we could give um, way to the other activities happening on that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got the Coconut Festival. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, in all fairness, I mean, you know, they, they're established and it's something that it is a wonderful shopping experience as well. And just to be able to, 
you know, see all the things that can be done with coconuts and so forth, you know, it's just a fantastic thing. And I believe that is the same evening, if I'm not mistaken, on the lighting of the tree, no? I believe so. I'm going to double check that, but I believe believe you're right. Yeah, yeah. um, we we want to give way to to those events. Those are near and dear to our hearts as as Virgin Islanders, but also as the Department of Planning and Natural Resources and the Virgin Islands Economic Development Authority supports. Um, that, no, that's awesome. That that level yeah. of sensitivity is 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 truly uh, what we need around here, and and some reciprocity as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's good. When is the um? It got madness on Main Street this year, or what? Over there? Uh, what 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 it told me? What what was the name of it? Miracle on Main. Street. Miracle on Main Street. It's not madness. <laughs> <laughs> Miracle. <laughs> I apologize. Miracle on Main Street. It got that this year, or what? Yes, there will be Miracle on Main Street. Um, my understanding it will be the Friday around the 17th, 16th, 17th, right around there. That's a tourism, that's um, a Department of Tourism thing or, or a joint thing? No, that is always hosted by the Chamber of Commerce. Chamber of Commerce, and, okay. And co-sponsored, of course, by several people, including the Department of Tourism. Um, the Made in the USVI pop-up will be on Main Street this year. As part of Miracle on Main Street? It will be, uh, yes, in the midst of Miracle on Main Street. We will be on Main Street this year, actually. Um, So that is um, something that, um, you know, I'm sure people are looking forward to. And so when you look for us, we're going to be on Main Street, um, in a store on Main Street. So it's an opportunity we were offered, and and we're going to grab it and and be there. Um, But we'll come back and talk about that. I'm just... Really excited about it's open the, the pop up in St. Croix opening up this Thursday and mm-hmm. then two days from today. No, we are. Uh, I just that that just popped in that popped up in my mind, pun intended, mm-hmm. and uh, so I'm just curious about about that because it's a whole season of things. You know what I'm saying? Territory wide mm-hmm. and series of events, and you know we want everything to max out. You know, we want everything to be a success. Uh, that's not how it's done. You know, it, it doesn't work that way, but you know, we, we can hope for it. And so that's the reason why well, I actually. You know, I think that I, I think that I get the feeling now that we we're, we're just settling back into normal. We've been in the abnormal for a few years, eh? Yeah. And this this sort of feels, and I hope that we we are able to go in that direction. This sort of feels like we're getting to a normal state where. You know, families are coming back home and visiting and people who haven't been here in many, many years because of various different reasons are coming home. And, you know, it is um, potentially a time for great family gatherings. Um, And these are the things that we have grown accustomed to. So, like, just like in the States, when people go accustomed to snow, we go accustomed to having our events where we will hear our local music, we will taste that potato stuffing or the red grout in a special kind of way or um, that coquito that you know that you don't get any other time of the year, any place else in the world, Mm-mm-mm. you don't get it here at home. Mm-hmm. And so it is that that feeling that we have here in the Virgin Islands that's very different from all the other places in the world, you know, that, that I think that people will come home extra, um, 
if they could get a ticket to go at home because, you know, that's also the challenge. But, and that hopefully, you know, the retirees are coming back home, they're coming home, and, and they will stay at least till February, you know, and get to act fair. <laughs> oh, you know that. You know that. that yeah, for sure. Yeah, give the administration, so, so, administration some credit because uh, last year um, I got a chance to play a part in uh, MC in a, a jazz concert <laughs> that they had down uh, on the waterfront in Fredericksburg, down on Strand Street. Um, mm-hmm. There was a series of concerts. They, the first one was the Friday night before the, the Ag Fresh opened on mm-hmm. Saturday morning, and the turnout was remarkable because of the timing. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people were here uh, for that. Now, you mentioned something that I want to talk about. Maybe, maybe through discussion, uh, we could we could get some people involved. And now, all that stuff you said, Saint John is a work in progress um, mm-hmm. with respect to the Made in the USVA. Uh, pop up. Mm-hmm. What, what what is it? A logistics challenge? Uh, what, why is it? Um, well, why why hasn't it gotten the traction that that you believe? I I, could, I I know in your heart you believe the potential is there, but for some reason the traction ain't, ain't getting a hold. Well, I have to say that we did get um, St. John artists to come out. Um, we were in a good location. I believe we were at um, right next to Moise Bar, which is right there. It's, it 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 is if it's twenty steps off of the um, the ferry dock, is a lot. Mm-hmm. We were right there. I think though that maybe because of how um, and we were there during Fourth of July, maybe how the festivities, where the festivities were set up um, that year. It caused us um, difficulties in that the local community was not where we were. We got the tourists, a lot of tourists. We were always packed with people in there, but they were tourists. And unfortunately, the tourists, as I indicated before, and as we have proven, they are not necessarily shopping in major amounts. So um, we didn't get the traction that way, you know. The the tourists would want to buy, a, a, you know, a knockoff or something like that. The tourists that we were getting, because um, they had spent a lot already to get to where they were. Um, and so they were not necessarily shopping. The locals were in a different location because of how festival was set up that year. Um the St. John celebration was set up that year. Um, and so maybe, you know, I don't know. We just have to rethink it and we have to follow what is going on with regard to St. John and the the celebration activities. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even this year, and I go over every year because I I... I talk about history, and so that's my thing. And I spend time on, in July talking about history in St. John. Um, and they have a play every year, and so that's where I'm at. Um, the play moved to a different area than it normally was. You know? Usually it's in the village, but this year it was um, in a different area. So, you know, when uh, we have to look at St. John again and, and look at when it's the best time period for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and where would be the best location. We're still working on getting Savannah to be an enterprise zone? Savannah is an enterprise zone. It is an enterprise zone? Okay, good, that's good. 
That's good. That, Chevron uh, actually was one of the first enterprise zones. No, not not Chevron. I'm not, not. I apologize. Cruise Bay. Cruise Bay. I'm sorry. Uh, Cruise Bay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I know Chevron's enterprise zone. Got it off street. We continue street. to try, but what we can do is put in recommendations, and mm-hmm. that is what we do. Who 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 makes that designation? Congress. Well, it it can be um it can be the Senate with the governor's um um confirmation. Or it can be the governor on his own, or his or her own. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Is, is there a certain amount of uh, area, a minimum amount of area for 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 it to be designated as such? So for and um, we have three different types of zones mm-hmm. under the Enterprise Zone Program. There is the Enterprise Zone itself that has to show a level of poverty. There is the commercial zone, and that is uh, a level of poverty means that there has to be a certain amount of residential activity to show that the people in that uh, in that area are living below the poverty line, right? Mm-hmm. For a commercial zone, it is that you're seeing a lot of distress in the um, the built environment that you're looking at. And people will say, well, no, not distressed. There's, there's stores and things like that open. But if you walk down the streets of our towns, you know, we're accustomed to seeing how it looked when it was pristine. Well, it's not pristine. It, 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 you know, it looks, it looks old. It doesn't look historic necessarily. It could look historic, but it also looks old and, 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 and distressed. And so, um, the commercial zone covers that activity, and so it could be considered a commercial zone. And the third zone we have, and it is only available in St. Croix, um, is also short trade zone. A trade zone is a different activity, um, and that has already been designated at this time. And so those are the three types of zones that we have within the Enterprise Zone Commission program. Okay. Congrats to Miss Marcina Ken on the pop-ups this summer. I took my visitors from the States to the pop-ups on St. Thomas, and it was great. It was fun, too. My guests were impressed, and I was buying okay. along with them. Keep up the go to work, Nadine. See, you got, you got a fan club. One of my listeners texted that, so congrats. <laughs> Thank you so much. Bless their heart. I am... I am um, saying thank you on behalf of the team because, you know, one person cannot do this and the credit should go to all members of the team, not only at the VIEDA, but also at the Virgin Isles Council on the Arts. Kudos to the entire team in all honesty because, you know, we work together. I get ready to retire soon, so, you know, the, the others will come forward and you'll hear their voice more often. Casey and Casey and Casey and the band. <laughs> we ain't gonna say sunshine band because sunshine is he throwing out around here. That be what Casey and the band found out, right? <laughs> Casey, Casey is is Vika. So you know you Casey, Casey that, and the Vika band. Casey and the Vika band. Then yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah I like exactly. I, I like the man and Casey. Uh, he's like a historian, uh, par excellence here. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the territory when it comes to our culture. Culture bearer, for sure. Culture bearer, no doubt um, about that. We, we and a, a percussionist for Stanley at 10 sleepless nights. So, you know, he's a, well, a, 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 a Quelbe connoisseur. 
the first time I encountered him was at a in a situation where I wanted to do a cultural event for EDA, mm-hmm. and we did um, amazing um, Frederick Stead race, and all the team members had to. One of the things, one of the activities they had to do was learn how to dance quadrille. So he was doing the calling, and he taught them, mm-hmm. and then he he, he strike up the band. And they had to dance quadrille and get through a certain amount of things in order to get their next clue. So I, I had, I was doing the tune and balance and ladies forward and all that good stuff. Yes, it was amazing, and he had a good time, and they had a good time as well. No, and good. they learned something from him. Uh, the next thing they had to do is run to Branco, and 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 they had to sing a Virgin Islands Christmas song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of songs they thought were Virgin Islands were not Virgin Islands. That's what, they, 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 they were, a matter of fact, a week ago today, um, Stanley and, and Edgy were on and Bronco called in and we were talking about um, Sly Mangoose, mm-hmm. right? And and, mm-hmm. and and I was telling them I believe the roots for that come out of Jamaica. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so yes, so what you're talking about is, is, is prevalent. A lot of songs that we believe our local because we to take it to the next level were actually originated someplace else, you know? So um Exactly. Yeah. And so I mean it was just a great time through they were running through Frederickstead, you know, really <laughs> exploring not only um the things that EDA should know, the businesses and so forth, but also what our cultural understanding of ourselves are. So we had a great time and that is how I encountered Casey first because I needed somebody to be able to do the call in um, for quadrille. Now, Casey, Casey's an all around specialist. Yes, sure. He don't he don't fit the bill in a number uh, of different areas. When we come back um, with Miss Nadi Machina, can we can talk a, a little bit more about the enterprise zones? Of course, you know she's here pushing the pop up in the USVI, which takes place this Thursday here on Sinclair. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, right? That's correct. And uh, and uh, we uh, we appreciate what the EDA does to try to get economic activity. Specifically for local vendors, like they say in St. Thomas, like how I pronounce it over there, you know? Vendors. That's like so. We'll take a break and be back right after this. offers CDs for education, homes, or vacations. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallus Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. A penalty might be imposed for early withdrawal, new money only. Funds may not be transferred from existing Bank of St. Croix accounts to CDs. Rates subject to change at any time. Fees may reduce earnings and principal. www.bankofstcroix.com. Member FDIC. With so much going on, it can be hard to keep up with who's doing what and why. 
I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, letting you know whether it's news from across the country and the world or a deep conversation about a novel, movie, or music, we got you. Grab your coffee or your earbuds and tune in to Weekend Edition from NPR News. Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Hi, I'm Peter Sangle. You spent the week listening to the news. Don't you think you deserve to show off what you've learned on Wait, Wait, We Give You a Chance to Impress Your Friends with Your Knowledge of International Incidents, Political Gaffes, and the Latest Advancement in German Nudists? You'll be the life of the party or the death. Either way, you'll make an impression and you can thank Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Sometimes you need a moment to just step back, relax, and listen to your favorite song. I'm Raina Duris, and on the next World Cafe, maybe I can help you find something new to love, or maybe remind you of something you've been missing. There's so much music out there to enjoy, so take a moment, take a breath, and tune in to World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. Back here on Analyze This, we got Miss Nadine Machina Ken from the Virgin Islands Economic Development Authority um, talking about the Made in the USVA pop up that's going to be on St. Croix uh, this weekend, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, the 30th, the first and the second, and it ends at noon on Saturday uh, because we got some other events going on here uh, as well on the Big Island. Good morning, Miss Ken. Good morning. <clears throat> Good. So, now you're talking meeting a pop-up, meeting a USVA pop-up, but um, you are a uh, enterprise zone um, guru, for the lack of a, of a better term. For those who may be listening for the first time, break that down. Let them know what the enterprise zones, where they, where they are located in the territory, and what the designation does for those areas. So the enterprise zones are located on the island of St. Croix, um, in Fredericksted, the town of Fredericksted. It goes all the way out to Mars Hill and as far north as Polly Joseph Stadium. Um, in St. Croix also, the second one is in Christianstead, and it goes from what we call North Richmond to Gallows Bay. Uh, and includes, of course, the historic town. On the island of St. Thomas, we have the Savan Down Street Zone, and that goes um, from Savan all the way down to the cemetery, and that's Down Street. And then the Garden Street Up Street Zone, so it includes Garden Street, and it goes to the top of Pollyburg Hill in Up Street. Um, the up, up there where the um up, up there where the um the women's coalition used to be. I trying to think of where the coalition. No, 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 no it used to be. It used to be. Bunker Hill. 
Bunker Hill is um, Garden Street area. Okay, you said Hill, so I know Pallyborg Hill. That's that's where you start to head down when you're heading towards Sugar Estate to go to, to Charlotte exactly. High School. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, my pa, my, 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 my schoolmate, Kenny Benjamin. Um, exactly. Right, right up there on the top of the hill there. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I asked, you know? Okay. Yes, yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the Benjamin clan. Yeah. It's yeah. a Pali, it's Pali yeah. Hill, the whole hill. Yeah. By the way, I'm going to I'm I'm tip you off now. Have you ever heard of the name Bloat? Tell it for me. B-L-O-A-T. That's the name of, of, of one of uh, a man from uh, Pali He was a, a, a folk hero up in Pali Now, we're going to get into the details about Bloat, right? <laughs> But when, okay, but, but, but what? But, I yeah. thought you giving me a laugh. No, 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 no. I got a nickname. <laughs> so when you talk to one of your elders and and, and you say, you know, uh, Mr. James asked me uh, if I if I hear about bloat, uh, 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 they gonna let you know what I talking about. <laughs> His last name is Frederick. I, I hear it there. I believe that's it because that man was our last week talking about. Do you know what I mean? A folk hero <laughs> of 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 just like a like a Paul Bunyan type. Folk hero mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. from the Palibog mm-hmm. area, so you know that's so that uh, whenever I hear Palibog, uh, I don't think of my boys in St. Thomas and say has somebody up there named Bloat, and he was he was special. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> when, when you talk to your elders, you're gonna know about that. But you say pa- Palibog is is uh, hill. That's the eastern end of the the Enterprise Zone, right? That's correct. And it goes um, all the way yeah. down to where down there by Dong Street. Well, it, the Garden Street one, Garden Street up street is mm-hmm. one, and then Savan down street, and it goes as far as the Savan down street one goes all the way down um, to just before the cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. On the northern side, so mm-hmm. the Moravian Cemetery mm-hmm. down there. Um, the Enterprise Zone is a designation um, or is, is guided by Title 29 of the Virgin Islands Code, which indicates that the mandate is to revitalize one's vital, vibrant communities that are now considered distressed as is designated by law or by executive order. And so there are benefits afforded, um, tax benefits. Um, The law does indicate that we are to do um, a variety of things, everything within our power to assist small businesses and people of that community in order to grow um, and and move forward towards prosperity. And so it includes providing tax um, benefits. We provide tax credits, 25% of your investment in fixing a particular building. And we also offer tax exemptions, and those are EDC-like. So they're 90% exemption on corporate income taxes, 100% exemption on gross receipt taxes, and 100% exemption on property taxes. We know, though, that there are lots of people and, and lots of buildings that, um, you know, have challenges and there might not be the financial means to assist in fixing those buildings. We do have a rejuvenation program. When we do have monies, we will step forward and try to assist to fix those buildings. We also have an estate planning conference where we help individuals understand what they need to do so that their buildings don't fall into a multiple ownership multiple over multiple generational issue of non-ownership because too many people own it. 
Um, we have a grant that provides, and we are doing that pilot as we speak, with regard to assisting people who have um, property and that could fall into a major probate issue or is already in a major probate issue to resolve that. We are working with those individuals. We've hired attorneys to assist in doing that um, in order to sort of create uh, best practices, right? So when this um, program is finished, we will have, okay, here is the, the particular issue with a family and these are the things they did and this is how they resolved it. You understand? Yeah, 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 so we're yeah. going we're going through that that um, loop. We've even had um, very brief discussions with the courts and and talked about you know the the challenges that we are seeing that are faced, and they too recognize those challenges. Where you know at one point you're doing you you have a probate. Well, you have lots of probates because there's three generations of people that own the building or the building came out of enslavement, the person purchased, you know, the, 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 the building that came out of enslavement. The person who purchased the building came out of enslavement and purchased the building, right? Mm-hmm. They handed down a generation, they handed down another generation and another generation. Let's say one owner had it three generations ago, and now there are 25 children that could possibly inherit this property. Yes, sir. Right? And this is real. This is not play, play, as the, the children would say. Yeah. This no, is real. It's real, yeah. Um, and some of these people, their father was in the military. They went away. They, the children or the grandchildren never came to the Virgin Islands. So they don't know. Or their grandparent left, and they're still holding on to They want to hold the property, but they're not paying property taxes. They're leaving it to others to try to deal with. Property needs assistance in, in, in repairs and so. Upkeep. And they're not stepping forward mm-hmm. and upkeep. And so we are trying to bring these families together and say, hey, you know, you don't have to talk to each other because many of them are not. Right? But this needs to get resolved. And so we're working and doing pilot the pilot programs with certain families to sort of fix these problems. And then we are going to put out there, okay, this and, is and the that, And this, step. Has, been a, this, this, is, this has been a long-standing um, problem, matter, uh, issue, um, mm-hmm. drawback, you know what I'm saying? Um, Not only here, but all over the United States. I live States, in the United States. The yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell you, I had a conversation with um, attorney Diane Russell when I was a senator 12 11, 12, 13 years ago, and she said Washington, D.C. had to, you know, uh, enact some uh, draconian measures, measures to, to to address um, this matter with respect to property ownership and probate, holding up things and uh, potential development, you know, um, because you got eyesores left and right, you know what I'm saying? And uh, we have a, a collective obligation uh, to look out for our town, our town areas in particular, but areas in general um, that are dilapidated um, because of, you know, uh, 10, 15, 20, 30-year probate matters. Well, the challenge, I think, I think for us, and from the EDA's point of view, we're trying to 
part of the goal for any economic developer, and I dare say community developer, is to build wealth amongst the community in which they're working. And so, you know, we could do that. There's another simple, easy way. We could just take by eminent domain. That's what I'm saying. I mean, uh, it, in it, truth, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, that is not going to help to build wealth. No amongst the community mm-hmm. and so we try in another way of course there's other things that are coming forward as well um but this is a pilot we've been applying for it for a long time from uh, this is a discussion that we had with mr um franklin out of Fredericksted. um he's long past no but we had a conversation about this very thing and we applied and we applied and finally we got a grant from the department of interior to do this pilot program. So we're in the midst of the pilot program right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, That's good. So we're excited to see what comes out of it um, early by early next year. That's good. We're talking with Ms. Nady Machina-Ken from the Virginia's Economic Development Authority, making an appearance on because we got the Made in the USVA pop-up um, cranking up uh, here on St. Croix. Uh, on Thursday, November 30th. It's going to be the 30th, December the 1st, and December the 2nd. I also got one going to be taking place on the Miracle on Main Street, not the Madness, the Miracle on Main Street, uh, <laughs> towards the latter, towards the middle of December, right? They're going to have a pop-up there as well? Yes, okay, absolutely. Good, and, and all that stuff. Ms. Jen, Ms. Ken, Ms. Martina, Ken, glad to have you on. Uh, continued success um, with all the initiatives at the Virgin Islands Economic Development Authority. Uh, tell my good friend uh, Wayne Biggs I say hail up and all the good people. Miss George, sure. Miss George, tell her what are you? Of, of course, absolutely. Yeah, man, tell her Neville James say hail up. I want to just put a quick call out to Go ahead. any potential vendors that we have not encountered. I know that people are always stepping up and creating new businesses and new products. Uh, any businesses that uh, think that they would like to be in a pop up. Um, you know, even if it is not for St. Croix, but for St. Thomas, we'd love to see them. Um, I'm going to be in St. Croix. So, um, <laughs> um, but the committee will also be in St. Croix to review those products. So if you have a product, you know, bring it in on Wednesday because Wednesday we're setting the store um, so that we're ready to open on Thursday. Bring it in on Wednesday so we could see it, mm-hmm. um, you know, and make sure you have a business license and then we're ready to go. We'll have the committee look at it, and if we're good to go, then you could leave the product there. That's we'll what see. I talk about. I'm talking about. Thank you very much. Uh, tell Miss Miss Ken, tell Miss Ken, tell Miss Kench, I appreciated the awesome conversation when she was on for a very <laughs> long time, and I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, thank you so much for offering the opportunity to, to present today. Um, it is always a pleasure to, to be able to speak with you because the, the people of the Virgin Islands is listening. So thank no, you, thank no, you, thank I appreciate you. that. And I, uh, we appreciate the listenership and quality content like what the EDA uh, is providing and educating the public. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you, you notice it, but you, the command to talk about pop-up, but I had to take the opportunity to get you to educate the public on a number of different realities that you deal with, you know, enterprise mm-hmm. zone, uh, the probate matter that impacts the enterprise zone and potential development, stuff like that, and redevelopment, right? That's a, that's a big issue as well. It isn't just about development, yes. it's also about redevelopment. Thank you very much, Miss Nady Machina Ken Thank from you. the EDA. Appreciate the that. Greetings. You got Thank many you. happy returns as well. Um, that's Miss Nady Machina Ken uh, from the Economic and Development Authority. 
joining us this morning. We had um, a good friend, uh, Lucien Downs Jr. joining us. We got a coconut festival taking place, and we appreciate the EDA um, closing up the uh, pop-up shop at noon on Saturday because the coconut festival, they do their thing beginning at noon on Saturday and Sunday, uh, 5 o'clock start on Friday, right? So they got a first, second, and third uh, thing going on there, down in Bethlehem and down in West. It is the 30th, the first, and the second. Okay, so there's some overlapping there uh, as well. Thanks to the listeners for sending me the text messages and all stuff. Like I said, don't forget to stay on top of the local news scene by tuning in to the WTJX news feed with Marcelina Ventura Douglas at 5 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, uh, your NPR station uh, in the Virgin Islands. Morning, Laura Nichols. She just sent me that, 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 that text message about one, about one hour reading the program notes uh, at the top of the hour. It's all right. You know, feel away. By the way, uh, you know, Dwayne Henry was on yesterday. Uh, and he called me yesterday afternoon. He had a great conversation with um, um, Ron Phillips from the Waste Management Authority about what, it, what they're doing uh, down in Christianstead and all that stuff. Cause you know, they're putting in all that new infrastructure and it's impacting roads, streets, and all that. So, And uh, he kind of educated me about going on there. So we're looking forward to getting uh, Mr. Ron Phillips on to educate the public as to, you know, infrastructure realities and hardships to dealing with and how WAPA is involved in that and all that stuff. And don't forget, the Power Hour uh, comes on this Friday, November the, December the 1st from 8 to 9. Um, could be the whole two hours talk. I'm going to talk to Kyle and see if he can give me the whole two hours uh, on Friday. Anyway, be good, be safe, talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. WTJX's Taste of Two Islands is back. Join us at Antilles Mark C. Marin Center on December 14th for the long-awaited return of the taste, a culinary feast for the season. Hosted by me, George Kulchaman Silkat. Tickets are on sale now through Thursday, December 14th. Tickets are available at Chelsea's Drugstore in Red Hook, Barefoot Buddha across from Haven Site Mall, and Bonita's Cantina in Niski Shopping Center. Tickets can also be purchased online at wtjx.org forward slash taste or call 340-774-6255. Shuttle service will be available from Haven Site Parking Lot to the MCM Center. Don't miss this opportunity to experience the magic of local cuisine as you dance to the rhythms of Spectrum Band. Sponsors for this event are VI Lottery, West Indies Company, Cardo Wine and Spirits, First Bank, Bellows International, the VI Office of Highway Safety, the VI Housing Finance Authority, and the VI Public Finance Authority. It's the return of the taste, Thursday, December 14th at 6 p.m. A taste you can never forget.